This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this Monday, December the 5th, 2022. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Now we got uh, a little cloud cover out there this morning, but it's supposed to get up into the 50s all this week. What a great time to be alive in the greatest nation on God's green earth. Hey, if you haven't subscribed yet to the Affirm America podcast, drop your email address in there. We'll shoot you out when a new episode comes out. Hope you had a great weekend. These are our top five headlines for this Monday morning. Let's start off with headline number five. Colorado seeks to intensify gun control laws. From the Colorado Sun, a host of changes to Colorado's gun laws from a ban on so-called assault weapons to tweaks to the existing red flag law are already being considered by Democrats at the state capitol in response to the shooting last month at the LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado Springs. Democrats will return to the Colorado Capitol in early January with expanded majorities in both the House and Senate and facing pressure to act after the state's latest mass shooting. From the town hall, in 2020, Colorado passed a law that allows law enforcement, family, or household members to file a petition asking a court to take away gun rights from a person who poses a significant risk to themselves or others. The Associated Press found that majority of residents are against this law and several law enforcement agents declared they won't enforce it because it infringes upon Americans' Second Amendment rights. All right, so uh, this is what you get in these Democratic cities. I mean, they got a majority in the House and the Senate over there, and, you know, they just uh, clamp down on restricting more of our freedoms. That tends to be what the Democrats like to do. They like to censor speech. They like to take away your rights. It's just a, uh, a similar pattern in, in every democratically run state. The more we uh, elect Democrats, it seems, the more we lose our freedoms. Now, the LGBTQ shooting, mass shooting, was a horrible tragedy. Nobody would dispute that. It's awful when these things happen, but to take away law-abiding citizens' rights to bear arms doesn't solve the problem, the root of the problem, which tends to be things like mental illness, defund the police, options, uh, less police officers on the streets, issues of violence from Hollywood movies, the grandizement of guns and weaponry, the media, the culture. These are the things that are creating the problems. It's not stripping us from our Second Amendment rights that are going to solve the problems of gun violence. But that's all the Democrats want to do. They want to take away our constitutional rights and not really address the real issues. And that's where the problem lies. All right, headline number four. China lightly scales back COVID restrictions on citizens. From the Wall Street Journal, local authorities across China are paring back some of their strictest COVID-19 control measures just after public anger spilled over into rare protests against a zero-tolerance approach that has kept the country largely isolated for three years. 
In recent days, officials in major cities, including Beijing and other areas where protests broke out a week ago, said they were lifting some curbs on residents' movements, such as by ending mandatory COVID testing for people who want to use public transport or enter parks and other public spaces. From the Financial Times, during a closed-door meeting with European officials on Thursday, Xi acknowledged the protests that rocked cities across the country last weekend, according to two European officials with knowledge of the talks. All right, so the message here is that when the people stand up and protest that they have power and the Communist Party backed down, they blinked in this situation. So that should be a message to all those freedom-loving Chinese people that they have power beyond what they can imagine, that when they stand up and speak out against, gain their freedoms. The Communist Party has been in control for decades, and they realize that it's time to make a change, and they're willing to sacrifice themselves like they did in those protests. They were incredible protests, if anybody got a chance to see some of the video footage. Very brave people willing to challenge the Communist Party and Xi Jinping's COVID restrictions. And that should be a wake-up call for the Communist Party and also the Chinese people that they have the power to take their country back. And it's happening in other countries also around the world. So hopefully this will continue. They won't stop just after one little incident. And we can see the, the Communist Party fall as a dictatorial state. All right, headline number three. New York social media law violates free speech. Eugene Volko. So the law will mandate that I post publicly my policy for responding to comments that vilify, humiliate, or incite violence against a group based on race, color, religion, ethnicity, national origin, disability, sex, sexual orientation, gender identity, or gender expression. It also requires that I give readers a way to complain about my blog's content and obligates me to respond directly. I don't want to moderate such content, and I don't endorse the state's definition of hate speech. Still, I'm being conscripted by obligating me to do the state's bidding with regard to viewpoints that New York condemns. The law violates the First Amendment. From the National Review, the response to this from any self-respecting American must be no less than, oh yeah, how about you just shove it? What the private owners of social networks, blogs, message boards, and so forth choose to do with their users' content is up to them, not to the state of New York or any other government. Okay, so while the nations like China are protesting against communism and dictators and the loss of free speech, here in the U.S., the U.S. is heading towards socialism and communism and censoring speech. Isn't that very ironic that the totalitarian countries around the world are trying to break away from their chains and in some democratic states like New York and Colorado, they're putting the chains on the American people. Isn't that very ironic? I hope that these uh, legislatures in the state of New York, they wake up and smell the coffee because their ideas their way of living and writing laws is outdated and needs to be thrown in the dustbin of history where it belongs. All right, headline number two. 
Elon Musk reveals Twitter suppressing tweets surrounding Hunter Biden. From USA Today, Elon Musk promoted a series of tweets Friday that shows Twitter executives struggling with handling tweets surrounding a report on Hunter Biden's laptop before the 2020 presidential election as the company took steps to block it. Musk, who last month urged his followers to vote for Republicans, seemed to push the material to expose what he claims is the political left's grip over big tech. Fox News, liberal pundits rushed to discredit a bombshell Twitter thread from Elon Musk and Substack journalist Matt Taibbi, revealing the internal communications of Twitter employees and U.S. lawmakers surrounding the censorship of the New York Post's Hunter Biden laptop story in 2020. From the Daily Wire, House Republicans will work to bring in every single employee involved in efforts to restrict the spread of reporting about the Hunter Biden laptop ahead of the 2020 election, an incoming chairman for a powerful committee vowed on Friday. Okay, again, I this it's interesting, all these headlines today. you got more and more censorship coming out of Twitter. You can see how the far left has been slowly tightening the grips on free speech in America while China's breaking away, while Colorado is tightening down the grips again on their gun control, and now Elon Musk is releasing the truth. We're seeing how deeply embedded in big tech was the Biden administration, the FBI, the far left, the DNC. Everybody was in there, and even on the Republican side, from what I've seen on some of the reports, influencing big tech and deleting certain comments. So this is something that we really need to get our hands around and really to correct because free speech is very, very important in a free and open society. Just look around the world in the totalitarian countries where free speech is not allowed. That's when things get really bad. And China is a perfect example with the recent fire and the COVID restrictions where they were locking people into their homes. Nobody wants that anywhere in the world. And that's what you get when you have dictators running a country. All right, headline number one. Iran suspends morality police responsible for sparking mass protests. From Bloomberg, the operations of Iran's morality police have effectively been suspended, a top official said, after months of widespread anti-government protests over the death of a young woman in its custody. Officially called the Guidance Patrol, the police unit has for years stalked major intersections and thoroughfares in Iran cities arresting those it determined were flouting the Islamic Republic's strict religious dress codes. From the Financial Times, street demonstrations erupted in September after the Guidance Patrol, a branch of the Morality Police, stopped Masa Amini, a young Kurdish woman, in the capital Tehran for allegedly failing to properly observe the hijab. Her death in police custody triggered protests in towns and cities across Iran that spiraled into the worst social unrest in years and led to calls for the theocratic state to be overthrown and replaced with a secular government. Okay, again, boy, we're starting to sound like a broken record here. We're seeing that, in the, again, countries like Iran that are top-down, mass control, mind control, thought control, guidance police patrol, and how the people respond to that. And, and uh, 
at the top, they're they're beginning to uh, they're blinking. They're they're stepping down, which is a really good sign. We've all seen the protests in Iran. It's terrible. A lot of young people being killed by the police. It's horrible. But the people are standing up. They're speaking out. They they know what freedom looks like. America is a good example. But America is also losing its freedoms as more and more we head to the left. We need to correct our target, correct our keel and get us back on track so that we open up the gates of free speech and not suppress them. We don't censor people. We allow for both sides, all views, to be presented in the public square. That's what gives us our First Amendment right, which is a very valuable and a free and open society. So all these nations around the world, Brazil and China, Iran, this is an opportunity for you to do the right thing, give up your power, and let the people rule themselves and have the freedoms that God gave each and every one of their souls. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Monday morning. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. Hope you have a great start to your new week here, and we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you. We'll see you then. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.